Welcome to Transform Now, the podcast brought to you by robotic process automation pioneer, Blue Prism. Digital transformation has the potential to reshape the way companies service their customers, engage their employees, and manage their operations. Whether you're looking to develop strategies, tactics, and best practices to positively impact the future of work, or you're curious to learn how other companies have successfully navigated their digital transformation programs, then this podcast is for you. We're here to help you transform now. Hello, everyone. I'm Brad Hairston with Blue Prism. Welcome to the Transform Now podcast. Today, I am thrilled to have as my guest, Ryan Falkenberg, the CEO and co-founder of Cleva, a South African-based digital expert company and a Blue Prism partner. I will be talking with Ryan about how Cleva's digital experts are allowing regulated companies with complex products to automate customer self-service with less need for human in the loop. Ryan, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Brad. Really delighted to be with you. Excellent. So, Ryan, why don't you start with an introduction? That would be great. With pleasure. So, I'm uh, one of the co-founders of Clever. My history in getting to, to Clever was really a journey of understanding human learning. I actually specialized in human learning. And during that journey of over 20 years of, of really understanding how the brain um, learns and absorbs information and then applies it, um, what we started to pick up is that we were coding human brains with what we call prescriptive logic that most of staff really had very little ability to um, adjust. They had to ask certain questions, they had to respond in certain ways, and they had to perform certain actions. And, and so they were essentially performing like robots, and we were coding their brains to replicate. And what we started to ask is that was we felt was quite a dehumanizing reality. And in fact, the, the special aspect of humanity wasn't being expressed. What was being uh, sought was really replication. And so what we started to research was how do we relieve the brain of having to replicate a logic it can't add value to. And part of the challenge was when you are dealing with an expert, because that's really what we try and train humans to become, how do you build a digital expert and how do you um, make sure that digital expert can perform at the level of a human expert? And so that's really the journey that the Clever team have been on, is trying to enable companies to essentially build out digital experts that can perform the work that they're currently asking many of their staff to do, which they can't add much value to, again, in the prescriptive space, and then liberating staff to be able to add new value um, in areas that they've really never been given the opportunity to. And that's our journey at the moment, is really enabling organizations globally to get that done very quickly. Well, Ryan, automation in the front office is definitely a huge trend these days. Can you introduce us to the Cleva front office digital expert and, and explain the role that it plays in this space? Yeah, so as you are, are aware, what's been happening globally is particularly obviously with the uh, pandemic is there's been a major shift in terms of customer engagement digitally. Customers are not needing as much face-to-face -face time and not demanding it. They really are wanting to engage more digitally with organizations. Most of those organizations have not been as prepared to really offer the, the level of engagements to customers digitally. They've really been information providers in, in, and then always bringing human in the loop for the conversations. Right. And so what Clever, Clever is, is it uh, allows you to build sales and support experts that can offer customers the level of customer service experiences digitally through any of the digital channels, web, through the WhatsApp channels or any of the chat channels and the mobile apps 
so that they actually can get everything they need done without necessarily having to hook out into a human being. And so that's really what this platform is all about, is the ability to build those digital experts so that they can be the first line that a customer engages with. And these digital experts are capable and competent enough to offer a level of customer experience that historically could only be provided by a human expert. Mm, interesting. So in addition to being utilized by customers, it sounds like your front office digital expert can be utilized by front office sales and support staff as well. Is that true? Absolutely. I think what we are so excited about in the space of human augmentation is that by giving staff a digital expert to navigate them in real time through these conversations, what it does is it relieves them from having to worry about what questions should I ask next? How do I do this need analysis? If this customer has, has responded in a way I, I didn't know, what do I do next? Well, they've got a, essentially a, a navigational GPS at their fingertips and di directing them through this, this engagement live. And so what it allows the sales and support teams to focus on is the customer experience, the conversation aspect, the listening skills, the EQ, the, the area that they can add the, the significant differentiator. And that's really how our digital experts also augment staff is by liberating staff to be exceptional at customer experience rather than at products, policies, and procedures. So Ryan, what makes automating customer sales and support journeys so challenging? I would say there's two issues. The first is context. Context matters. A customer, each customer comes from a context, their own profile, their own reality, and they're wanting to be heard. They're wanting to be dealt with at the units of one. They don't want to be boxed into a generic journey with the, that is scripted on a decision tree and have generic content provided to them. They want to be heard. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're dealing with, as I was mentioning, a prescriptive world, that's quite difficult because you can't visio diagram or decision tree this multi-dimensional reality. And so that's been part of the major challenge for particularly companies that have been trying to offer this rich customer-centric engagement experience, but, but it has to be highly contextual in a prescriptive world. And the other is, is compliance, is that you can't necessarily have a black box that is offering an engagement, is handling context, but then can't prove that it did it in a regulated way according to the rules. Uh, and so there's these two dynamics of how do you get high context and as well as how do you make sure that it is done in a way that is fully compliant. Ryan, let's talk about chatbots. Chatbots have become very commonplace and the ones that are poorly built have turned some people off to them. Do clever digital experts work with chatbots? And if so, how do they help improve the customer experience? Yeah, so for customers that don't have chatbots, Clever actually can be deployed in a very rich chatbot-like interface. I think what we realized with chatbots um, is one of the greatest challenges is that they're limited in terms of the, the richness in, in the engagement. And, and so what we did is a hybrid model where we could bring the richness of all the possibilities, the images, the, the various input data, the dynamic nature of real life conversations, but uh, allow it within a chatbot experience. So for customers that don't have it, we have that for them. But for those that already have, 
One of the great challenges, and many organizations have experienced this, is that chatbots are getting very, very good in the natural language area of understanding customer intent. What they struggle with is once I understand what it is you want, I don't know what to do about it because mm. what you've just said to me is quite uh, contextually rich and my questions can only be directed generally by a decision tree coded script and my answers are generally limited to the information that sits in the knowledge base. So what happens is that I ca- chatbots are very limited in their answering as question and answer machines. And what we can now do is allow them to reference just like a staff member in a contact center can have a digital expert to navigate them through the conversation. A chatbot interface can now have a reference a digital expert and say, if this is a complicated query or issue complaint, can you take over? And our digital expert takes over that engagement. And so we can essentially make existing chatbots clever and move them from being uh, fairly limited assistance, digital assistance, to becoming really powerful digital experts. So, Ryan, I think you said clever front office digital experts can be accessed across multiple channels, right? Can you explain that further? Yeah, I think it's very important for customers that irrespective of the channel they choose, they have a consistent experience. They, You don't want them having a very good web experience and a suboptimal mobile experience, for example. And then when they go into a retail branch or, or a contact center, it all depends on the staff member's skills. What Clever Digital Experts will ensure is that irrespective of the interface or the channel, the same questions will be asked, the same answers will be given, the same actions will be automatically triggered. And so what, what a customer can now be assured is that they will have consistent, compliant, and context-relevant customer engagements irrespective of the channel they choose. Hmm. Okay. So how exactly are the front office digital experts built? Could you walk us through that process? Yeah, sure. So that's, that was one of the big challenges we needed to overcome. It's one of the, the wonderful things in the perception of AI is that your digital brain will magically self-learn. And the challenge is that when you have the AI models is that they're so reliant on the data that you feed them, just like a human is reliant on the data you feed them. And they have to work out the the patterns themselves. The world that we operate in regulated environments is that those patterns are are, are predetermined. You have to follow certain pathways and certain rules. It's just in context. And what we used to do is we used to sit with an expert to try and get that logic out because that's where that's our data set sits in a human brain. Mm -hmm. And we had to say to that person, how do you think? How would you have solved this problem? And um, actually what we were asking them to do is to, to go into their subconscious and tell us how their multidimensional neurons actually work out very complex logic pathways. And so the way they would respond is then giving us very, in a sense, simplistic decision tree answers or knowledge answers. And we would feel very comfortable because we could now have a decision tree that seemed to make sense or a knowledge base that seemed to cover it all. But it was, a, it was actually... Uh, a fool's gold. There was, it, it is totally inaccurate when you look at context. And, and, and unfortunately, we didn't know how to get the brain to explain to us truly how it operated. What we then decided is to stop asking the brain to tell us how it thinks, because that's where the problem starts, is rather to ask an expert, what are the factors you would consider? What are the rules you would deal with? What are all the possible outcomes? And suddenly, as the brain could articulate the the data points it would use in coming up with the pathways, we could get clever to then take over and work that out for for us. And that allowed us suddenly to move, to be able to, for example, to build a financial uh, advisor for a retail uh, bank 
to be completed in, in eight weeks with agile sprints uh, with a small team of very experienced sales teams. And so I think that is one of the areas is we start, we asked just different questions. The second is that we had to stop thinking in decision tree terms. We had to start thinking in, in, in sort of data table terms, in multidimensional terms, and we had to build a low-code platform that could deal with many different forms of logic in combination. So it may at some point need to be narrowed down. You may at some points need a decision flow. You may at some points need data tables or coded triggers. It depends on the context. And what this platform allows you to do is to capture all of these logic forms in, in reusable objects and then allow them to work in tandem depending on context. And I think that over the 10 years that we've been perfecting this, we've been able to effectively replicate logic that is extremely uh, complex, very rule-driven and highly contextual. For example, insurance underwriters, technicians, very complex need diagnostics in banks, insurers, telcos. And, and I think that's been uh, the wonderful journey of Clever is being able to get a low-code environment that business teams could use, mm-hmm. offer them methodologies that could actually unlock expertise that historically was trapped in human brains and then to be able to maintain this logic at scale because that's the trick is that once you've got it now the variables start changing and the factors start updating how do you do that at scale the way our platform works is it allows you to maintain at scale and i think those have been the huge differentiators of our platform Mm, interesting you're the uh, second Blue Prism partner this week that has brought up neurons uh, to me in a conversation. <laughs> I'm just fascinated at the way that Cleva and other companies are really considering in the way the brain is structured and the way it operates and then how to build this intelligent solution in that context. So really, really interesting. So speaking of advanced capabilities, what are the advanced capabilities that Cleva utilizes, for example, AI, natural language understanding, et cetera. Could you shed some light on that? Yeah. So again, the problem statement we are solving is the the challenge of being able to replicate in a consistent, compliant way. And that's so we when when we are dealing with AI in terms of self learning or machine learning, one of the great challenges in automation is that uh, you don't want to have your brain self-learn and go off script, for example. So you need the rails. So one of the things that we have to do is keep the rails uh, intact in a multidimensional way. That said, we need to allow this brain to talk to a customer through natural language. And so we work with natural language platforms, for example, Amazon Lex or Microsoft Louis, which really offer us the ability to identify customer intent. So as they, as the customer starts opera, engaging with our digital expert, they can free, they can explain what, what it is they're looking for. And what we will then, in, in tandem with whatever natural language engine um, is being used, we will identify, we'll get back, what is this intent that is that this natural language engine has identified? The challenge often with intent is it's at the wrong level. You can't do much with it. It, it, it might be too high level. And what then our digital expert does is it starts disambiguating that uh, intent and working out and asking classification questions to fully understand the context of that intent. And by doing those uh, tier two, three, four, five, six, seven questions, we gather really rich data to feed back into those intent libraries so that we can essentially create a very powerful 
a self-learning system that gets better and better in terms of accuracy of intent identification. So that's the first part. The second is that as we start asking these different questions, we are gathering more and more structured data that then make sure that we can feed back into analytics engines as well as into machine learning engines to allow them to get more and more accurate predictions of customer conversation engagements because we're offering very structured, rich data, which is historically very difficult to get hold of. And it's data that they can trust. We are really looking at feeding the prediction engines. But the power is that once those predictions start coming back to us, we can already be told, for example, if a person um, is a male and they're from this area and they have this particular product, there are 15 factors of high predictability that we could auto answer. And our digital expert then will only ask the remaining outstanding questions that that is needed in order to get an outcome. And so we are learning essentially from the machine learning's predictions in order to speed up or optimize the conversation that we're having. But we are not changing the conversation architecture. We are making sure that we have records that those factors were indeed auto-answered and that we can prove that a fully compliant conversation happened. It may have just been an extremely efficient one. So we really look to Clever to work in an ecosystem which is learning, feeding us back, and we are contributing to that learning. But we are giving the company the assurance that learning is not self-learning. It is optimizing Mm. what is already a prescribed but highly complex logic set. Ryan, what have proven to be the most significant benefits that companies have realized from using your front office digital expert? I think the first is that um, most of our clients have never been able to actually offload very complex logic, decision-making logic out of their expert brains. They've, they've, when an expert leaves their company, they could have uh, had a knowledge base written by them. They could have decision trees all over the place, but they can never actually capture what has left their business. With Clever, they can now do that. They can actually capture it at the granular, highly complex and operationalizable logic level. So that's the first, is that we, we, create, we, we really mitigate risk for them. The second is that by offering a customer a, a digital expert to engage with, we dramatically reduce cost to serve because instead of all roads leading, irrespective of where they start digitally, all roads leading to a human agent could be live chat, it could be the contact center, it's in most cases. What now suddenly happens is 70%, let's say, of those engagements can be fully automated through unassisted digital automation through Clever and Blue Prism. And only 30% can then go into human in the loop or, or assisted service. And that fundamentally changes your cost structures. And so cost to serve is a big driver for us. The other is also that we allow a, a greater level of assurance or compliance. So they've often in banks and insurers, you really are, have huge cost structures in terms of overseeing human engagement, making sure people did the right things. Uh, you're listening to calls. You've got QA all over the place. You don't need that because you now have digital experts giving you that assurance across your channels just in terms of the compliance aspect is significant um, in terms of how we're doing it and then in addition we're bringing significant organizational agility back previously when a product changed a policy changed a process changed what needed to happen is that different interfaces needed to be updated by different teams the web team had to update the website the, the mobile plus the training team had to update thousands of non-natured human brains to get them up to speed with the new logic. And that would take months. 
what now happens is that we just change our digital expert brand and it automatically applies across all of the channels. So suddenly customers can become extremely agile instead of having this huge dragnet um, of updating all of their data points across all of their channels to get in line with something that then changes the next week again. So we really are bringing a, an incredible amount of agility back into organizations. The assurance and trust that what they are wanting to offer their customers, the customer experience that they're aspiring to give, they cannot trust that they can give it because they can encode it in a digital expert that is capable of doing that. And that when, for example, they are looking to drive greater upsell and cross-sell, they can ensure that actually starts happening. So from a revenue perspective, they can start getting real triggers out there that are happening consistently. From a servicing perspective, they can lower the cost structure. And then finally, we're giving enormous data visibility that our customers historically never had. For example, understanding the, the the wealth of need that customers are bringing before they're making product decisions or the context of queries, issues, and complaints before those are being resolved. And that insight is giving our customers the ability to then very proactively reimagine how to resolve that. Maybe they're missing a product. Maybe they're needing to fundamentally reshape certain of their servicing process thinking. We're giving them that insight. And I think those are some of the core value propositions that we that our digital experts are offering our customers. Oh, got it. Ryan, you've mentioned that regulated industries such as banks, insurers, pharma, utilities, they've found Cleva to really be relevant to them because of the regulatory aspect. What what are some additional industries that you're adding to your customer portfolio that are really ripe for this type of solution? The other key one are companies with complex product lines. They may not be regulated, but they're struggling because their customers don't understand their products or are overwhelmed by their products. This, for example, a simple example, I recently was looking at a camera. I'm not a professional uh, photographer in anyone's book. And I was going on websites and reading. I can get a lot of information, but I still didn't know which camera to choose because I wasn't sure what I really needed, and I didn't have the experience of making this choice. And I could get no digital assistance to make that decision. It was all left to me. I could get a lot of information, right. but I had to ultimately make the decision. I was very anxious. And so as a result, I looked for a human expert to give me that advice. I went to a, a, a store that had that expert that could spend that 15 minutes advising me. So we are now able to digitize that advisory logic. So a company could rather offer a, a, a customer digitally and say, look, why don't we unpack your need with you? And this digital expert will do exactly what that human expert did for me and give me almost the confidence that I've been heard, the right questions have been asked, and as a result of the factors that I've identified are important to me, the right products are being recommended as opposed to a next best buyer that's just popping up and trying to sell me stuff that I'm anxious about because I'm not sure it's really relevant to my needs. And I think that's a major one. So any company with complex product lines, technical product lines, and or any company that is dealing with co complex regulatory environments that they need to get it right, but it's not simple. Those are really good fits to build a digital expert you can trust. Got it. 
So I have to ask, do you have a home version of the digital expert? <laughs> I could sure use one to advise me through <laughs> retirement planning, through raising a puppy. Alexa and Siri are not doing the trick. So uh, <laughs> if, you have, if that's not part of your product strategy, your roadmap. Uh, We're missing like, a trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Ryan, let's talk about the Blue Prism Cleva partnership. How are these technologies better together? Well, our digital experts deal with the logic that sits outside of systems in human brains. <clears throat> the challenge we have is we can uh, navigate you through contextual engagement, but what will happen in an organization is there's lots of data about you, the customer, that we shouldn't be asking again. We should just be inferring or, or leveraging. And so we need systems to give us everything they know about this customer so that we instantly shape the engagement to what we already know. And that's, first of all, at the beginning of the conversation, what did uh, Blue Prism Digital Workers do for us is we can give them a trigger and say, please go and get us this data. And as they feed it back to us, we're instantly contextualizing. So the customer is now being taken on a relevant customer journey. The second is during the engagement, we might be needing certain actions triggered. We might need certain products offered, etc. We're needing our digital experts to work with the multiple systems in that operational world to go and execute what is the result of the decisions that are being made. And so it's the combination of us facilitating this engagement with the digital workers doing all the system work we need to A, contextualize it and B, action it. And as a result, it is the combination that is powerful. One without the other offers something less, but together it offers a, a straight-through processing experience where I don't have to get a human in the loop in order to get everything done for me uh, digitally. So can you share one example of Clava and Blue Prism combining to, to solve a customer pain point so we can better understand how it works? Yeah, so let's take a large telco. This telco offers huge range of product lines. So not just mobile in terms of phones and data, etc., but also in fixed line and as well as looking at banking products, insurance products. So it really is a, a broad range of offerings to customer. So the first challenge we, we needed to work out is that customers would engage with one specific need, but actually that need has m many related needs. So I might just be looking at a phone but that phone has a, re a relationship with certain data op options and as, as well as certain handsets, covers, etc., accessories, plus insurance that is related to that, plus certain banking products that we can offer in terms of loans. So what we, we're able to do is to build a digital expert that can really facilitate these highly complex sales uh, engagements, but more importantly, also the inbound uh, queries that were overwhelming the contact center where my Wi-Fi is not working. There are so many variables that may or may not need to be considered in order to resolve it. So let's take one of those. I'm calling into the contact center and I, or, or I'm going on a digital self-service and my internet's not working. What, did, what the Blue Prism digital workers need to help us with and are doing would be to go and fetch all the customer data. Mm -hmm. They need to go and fetch in, in a second system, understand is that is there any recorded issue with the connectivity in that area that the person is phoning in on? They may also need additional account information as well as any kind of billing information that may be required. Now, these may be across different systems without APIs. That is critical to go and get because it shapes the conversation. It also works out. Maybe it's just because there's a line down, but if not, more needs to be engaged. And so 
the, the ability for us to facilitate these highly complex interrelated conversations are entirely dependent on our Blue Prism partner, the digital workers, A, giving us that information, and B, making sure that the customer gets it done because there is absolutely nothing more frustrating than being told what the problem is, but now not having it resolved for you. Whereas what we can now do is instantly find out that maybe there is a, 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 an area down. We can immediately trigger a, a work request to a, a team that is in that area, send the, the customer a ticket, flag them with, a, with WhatsApp, keep them tracked, and as, as it's resolved, trigger another engagement with the customer to update them. Now, that whole ecosystem can only be done with our digital experts handling that highly complex interrelated logic, but handing over the structured data and trusting that our digital work, worker uh, teams will be able to execute that straight through. So this is the power of, of what we believe the, the, the partnership is bringing, is the structured front office logic in high context with the assurance that we have got the most powerful scalable back office team to get the job done across multiple systems in real time. That's a great example. Thank you for that. It's, it's definitely helpful in understanding the full picture. So, Ryan, what does the future look like for Cleva? What, what are some ways you expect your front office digital expert to evolve? So, one of the greatest, I suppose, limitations or challenges for us, again, is that we specializing in what we call the prescriptive world. It's the world which it has to be done this way. So our job is to make sure it is done this way, just it's done in the granular. Now, what we don't want is our digital experts, again, going rogue and self-learning and just changing logic, but based on patterning. What we want is to give deeper and deeper insights into the business so that they can make informed choices around how to change the prescriptive logic. And, and so one of the key areas is getting better and better at proactively identifying areas of improvement based on learning on what is working in terms of the logic. So we are going to increasingly get our digital brain to, to reflect on what is working in terms of that replication and identify and flag areas where logic could be changed to optimize. So we want to give our, our, our clients greater insight into areas of, of optimization so that they can proactively be changing it through the learning our brain brings them. Again, we are not trying to uh, allow our brain to self-learn and make those decisions without the customer's mandate, but we definitely want to give them greater insights. So I think that's going to be a big uh, focus for us is that we want our digital brain to help our organizations learn about their front office logic and create greater agility of that front office logic so that they can, for example, in one area or one factor set, start testing different forms of logic to see if that would be more effective. And based on the patterns we show them, they could then immediately apply that across their organization because it's been validated. So it's this flexibility of testing certain logic, seeing the patterns, seeing the impact, and then rapidly adjusting it across all of the, uh, the channels that our technology is going to just simply get better and better at. The other thing from our authoring low-code environment, we are going to keep investing in the drag and drop, the, the flexibility, the power of building and maintaining and seeing the, the logic of these digital experts that teams can build so that they can be done by people who really are less dependent on even understanding uh, code but are, are better at uh, facilitating 
sessions with experts and testing. And so we are definitely going to democratize that aspect of getting the level at the moment, Blue Prism certified teams or developers build digital experts. That's the same skill set. But we are just going to make our uh, authoring platform easier and easier for those teams so that it really becomes something quite quick and and relatively easy to build very, very powerful digital expertise going forward. Mm, Exciting stuff. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today, all the way from South Africa, especially. (laughs) It's been a nice uh, cross-continent talk today with you. Really interesting uh, to hear you speak of Cleva and your partnership with Blue Prism. The ability of Cleva to offer a digital expert that can guide people through decisions real time that align with business and regulatory rules. That's pretty amazing. Even more amazing is the fact that your digital expert can be used with customers and with a company's own personnel. Really, really nice. So thank you again. I appreciate your time and please be well. Brad, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat. Thanks for tuning in to Transform Now. For more insightful discussions on digital transformation and more, check out our podcast channel where you'll find all of our previous episodes. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player. And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review. For more information about digital transformation and the future of work, check out blueprism.com to learn how Blue Prism's digital workforce is enabling enterprise transformation now. Thank you.